episode three, Transforming into the Likeness of Christ. Welcome to Linda Brightman's podcast. I'm your host, Linda Brightman. God has called me to build and strengthen identity and to help you see yourself through God's eyes. Knowing your true identity and living in it affects personal relationships, business success, and ministry building, everything. This podcast is designed for all levels of Christians, for both new believers and leaders. So tune in each week and rewire your thought life and see yourself through God's eyes. Be sure to leave me a comment in iTunes so I know you are here, and you can visit me at lindabrightman.com. Now let's get started with today's show. You are being transformed into the likeness of Christ. This word transformed is, uh, the Greek word is metamorpho, and it is where we get the word metamorphosis. But get this, the, the word metamorpho means to change into another form, but it's stressing an inward change. It, like from vines, uh, it means it is uh, to undergo a complete change, which under the power of God will find expression in character and conduct. And it's a change in character and conduct because of the power of the Holy Spirit in you to reflect this change. It means an inner change. So I want to tell you, you don't have to do this by yourself. Actually, you don't have to do this yourself. The transformation is taking place inside of you right now. And it's like, it's the butterfly going into the cocoon, uh, the butterfly, the, the caterpillar going into the cocoon and the transformation takes place inside of the cocoon and you cannot pry open the cocoon before it's time. The transformation takes place and this metamorphosis goes on and then out of the cocoon emerges this creation, this, this butterfly that looked nothing like the caterpillar. The caterpillar was crawling around on the, on the ground. Now you have this beautiful creature that flies. And so it is with you. You are being transformed into something so awesome, so beautiful. You know, that word uh, transformed is used on the Mount of Transfiguration, where it talks about Jesus glowed white, so bright that you could hardly look at him. And he's standing there on the Mount of Transfiguration and it says he was transformed, and that word is metamorphosis. So that transformation that took place in Jesus is the transformation, that same word is applied to you, that that transformation is taking place within you. Now, is that cool or what? Seeing from heaven is to engage with God, and engaging with God compels you to function in the supernatural because when you engage with him you are demonstrating God's will and that's the Romans 12 2 verse the whole verse uh, do, 
Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And when you, as you, when you're, when you're transformed, as this transformation takes place, you begin to function in this supernatural because you're testing, you're proving, you're proving uh, God's will. You're demonstrating God's will. You know, this reminds me of the verse that says, in my speech and my preaching is not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of uh, the spirit and of power, because it isn't us. It isn't our wise words or it's, it is him flowing through us. But here's the deal is that he is he, it, partnering with us. He, he wants your personality and your quirkiness and all of that. He wants, it's like, I think that it's the coolest thing. He likes to express himself and flow through us, through all of our different personalities. I think it's fun. I mean, I, it's fun for me. And honestly, I think God has fun with it. Um, you know, I was down in Costa Rica recently and praying in churches for the sick and all. And the first person I prayed for was a young girl, a teenager. And she was, I think she was about at least 50% deaf in one ear or more. I can't, maybe completely deaf. I don't remember one ear deaf, the other ear partially deaf. And I prayed with her and I put my hands on her ears and just real simple, be healed in the name of Jesus. And she could hear a little bit better. And I prayed another one more time and suddenly, bam, her ears popped open and she could hear. And I knew it's so humbling because when you pray for the sick and they get healed, you know it is not you, that you're just the vessel. And all, all of my, you know, I want to say frailty and quirkiness and the dumb things that I do, God still flows through me. And when she started crying, her mother came over and checked her. Her mother started crying. The father was there. He's crying. The little brother who was healed of a foot problem was crying. It's, it's really, it's just so miraculous and humbling. And it just, you feel awestruck at the power of God. Well, that's what being transformed, uh, I want to say produces is you, you from the inside out begin changing. It's nothing. It's like no counselor can really do this. They deal with behavior. They deal with the out, outside manifestation and behavioral um, modification. But this is a God deal. This goes deep, deep, deep. So today I'm talking to you about uh, being transformed into his likeness and doing the things Jesus did. On that same ministry trip, actually it was my interpreter uh, who was working with me when I prayed for that young girl. I turned to him at one point and I said, okay, who's next? And he said, well, there's nobody there. He goes, but you can pray for me. And he's 21 years old. I said, what is, what's been going on? He said, for 11 years, I have had constant pain in my stomach and they've given me medication. It does not help. Constant pain. 
So I put my hand on his stomach and he felt a little bit better. I think I prayed about five times and on the fifth time, ear to ear grin, and he said, it is all gone. And then he continued to be my interpreter. And we prayed for a lot, many more people. And his, he just started beaming. It's like this guy was so excited because he felt, I, I mean, the God touched him. And for me, as the one praying for him, to, to just experience the power of God flowing through you into somebody else, I mean, it's incredible. Well, that my focus here is on the the spectacular transformation that takes place inside of us as we transform into the likeness of Christ. And Jesus said, uh, He called us to do. He told us we would do all He has done and more. And it's like I want that. I want the all and the more. Ask Him for that. Ask him for, just even right now, saying, Jesus, I want the all and the more. All you have done and more. In Second uh, Corinthians 3.18, it reveals that as we behold the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image, his image. Like I said, on the Mount of Transfiguration, we're being transformed into the image of Christ and transformed into his likeness. And like a mirror, we will reflect what we behold. That is a heavy statement, that we will reflect. I'll reflect what I behold as I behold Christ. I'm being transformed into the likeness of Christ. In other words, we're in a constant state of metamorphosis. You know, I think that it isn't a one-time thing. I think I'm going through that, in that cocoon. It's like it keeps, I keep getting transformed. I keep getting transformed more and more and more, whereas his presence increases in me and uh, starts flowing through me and I yield to him. And again, through my personality, it's like... um, he, it, the, it's like I, I'm a fire hydrant and the power of God begins flowing through me like the water in a fire hydrant just keeps increasing, increase, and increasing. Keep in mind, though your identity is already established, you grow in character. Your character reflects your real identity. Now, maybe you haven't arrived with every detail in place or even seen much evidence of this um, God, the divine nature within you, but you can call forth these godly attributes by faith. Only believe and trust. Something significant occurs when we connect with the reality of the transformation that's already happened inside and call it forth. This is for real, you guys. You have godly attributes in you right now. It's like, do you remember when uh, God spoke to Gideon when he's hiding in the wine press and he said, oh, mighty man of valor. And in reality, he was hiding and afraid 
and shaking in his boots in the wine press, and God calls him mighty man of valor. God was calling forth what was already resident in Gideon. He was calling it forth. Uh, and there are there are godly attributes in you now, right now, that that as you speak how God sees you, those you are calling forth, you're speaking and calling it forth and, and calling things that are not as though they are and, and declaring over yourself, like listen to this, declare over yourself, whether you feel it or not, hang in there with me, I am fearless. I am obedient. I am unbeatable and victorious. I advance the kingdom of God. I'm faithful. I'm chosen. I'm royalty. I am holy. I have a destiny. I'm trained and prepared. I know the word of God. I walk in wisdom. I walk in authority and power. I pull down strongholds and I walk in the miraculous. Okay, all of those things are true about you even though they may not be manifesting in the natural world right now. Because you're looking at things from, it's hard for me to do this without a whiteboard because I work with a whiteboard all the time when I'm ministering in churches and conferences. But you are looking at things in time as we know it, which is limited. But God is, when we step into the God world, the God realm, we're stepping into the eternal now. And that's a whole different deal. The eternal now is where God lives and and everything uh, everything that God has called you to speaks about you is fully uh, alive and happening in the eternal now. So he was calling forth from the eternal now into Gideon, mighty man of valor. So be encouraged. While you're alive on earth, you're you're going to continue to grow in Christ-likeness. And, and the reality is the very representation of Christ Jesus is already in your spiritual DNA. When you received him as your Lord and Savior, you received a transfusion of his divine nature. This divine transfusion will take its course and work its way out. Look at the transformations, some of the transformations that took place in the Bible. We see Saul transformed into Paul, and he, I mean, he was a, he was a kind of obnoxious, he was a ruthless killer, okay? He was like a, a Christian serial killer. But Paul, when he was transformed, he was humble. He was transparent, yet he was strong and decisive. A total transformation took place in his life. Joshua, Joshua demonstrated courage and obedience, and he always asked the Lord for direction. But when you look at the life of Joshua, he hung out a lot in the presence of God. When Moses went up the mountain, we see Joshua went halfway up and just hung out there for those 40 days. Joshua was up there those 40 days, halfway up the mountain. And when, when, uh, Moses was in the tent. Joshua was hanging out outside the door of the tent. He would get as close as he could to the presence of God. Transformation took place. Um, Joseph persevered through much. 
I mean, Joseph, of course, he had all those dreams and kind of unwisely shared them with his brothers. And then he went through such, um, tr such trials by being sold into slavery, being put in prison, uh, being falsely accused, put in prison, and ultimately was was called before Pharaoh. But before he was called, he was even he was trying to help himself along, and you know, like we do sometimes with ministry, and say, "Remember me to the to the king. Remember me to Pharaoh." But Joseph, a transformation was taking place in his life so that he could fully function as second in command over all of Egypt. Now, Jael, I love Jael in the Old Testament. She was, uh, she was fearless. And the enemy came into her home and she ended up nailing him to the floor with a tent peg through his head. And then, I don't know if you've ever read this, but in the Song of Deborah, it's like the first rap song about Jael. You look it up. It's, it's in there. It's so funny. David entered the presence of God like a child, worshiping in complete freedom. But we know David, the life of David, and that he, you know, he was so real and just cried out to God and felt like he was falling short and the wicked were prevailing. And do you hear me, God? And where are you, God? But he continually was changing and becoming, you know, God is filling, filling him and using him. But see, in the, as a New Testament believer, we receive Christ and the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and transformation begins taking place. Now, my perspective is the transformation can take a long time or if we agree with God, if we speak what God says and um, align ourselves with heaven. What could take 13 years, I think, can happen in three months, which is why I give you all the verses to speak so you can begin stirring that place inside of you. Peter, uh, the apostle Peter, definitely walked in authority. And Peter was a rough, rough out fisherman. But he was so transformed that he was, I mean, look how, how he spread the gospel and uh, traveled all over and shared uh, and advanced the kingdom. There are many amazing heroes in the Bible who did incredible exploits, and they demonstrated wonderful attributes that inspire us. And we can glean from their strength and learn by their mistakes. But more importantly, we can acknowledge that the Spirit of God who rested upon them now lives inside of us. Jesus, he heralded John the Baptist as the greatest prophet ever to walk the earth and yet proclaimed that the least in the kingdom are greater than he, and that's you. You get to walk in the fullness of Christ. Jesus said, if we believe in him, we will do greater works than even he did. There we are. Back to that again. John 14, 12. Okay, you guys. I love you. I will see you next week. And I want to give you the opportunity that if you haven't ever received Christ or if you have lost your way along the way, that you can regroup and come back to Jesus. 
and just say right now, Jesus, come into my heart. Thank you for dying on the cross for me and forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for how I fall short. Just make me new. I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. You can find me on lindabrightman.com, B-R-E-I-T-M-A-N. Please leave a comment in iTunes so I know that you were here. I really, really, really appreciate it because I do look at them. And if you go to my website, lindabrightman.com, you can get some free identity decrees and a free identity video. Okay, I love you guys and I will see you next week. Thank you for joining us for Linda Brightman's podcast. Please leave a comment on iTunes so we know you paid us a visit. And we'd love to connect with you. We love to connect with our audience. So please visit lindabrightman.com to opt in for your free identity decrees and video. See you next time.